Welcome to Have the Edge podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs. Every week we share content to add value to you and your business. Today we will discuss a topic that you do not want to miss. Your hosts today are experienced coaches, speakers and trainers from Have the Edge. Please check out business services we offer by visiting www.havetheedge.org. Are you an entrepreneur? Visit our website to subscribe to Entrepreneur Space. Hi, Rick. Let's talk about the idea of internal versus external customers. External customers are the people that use and may pay for the product or services your company offers. Without them, your company has no revenue and no reason to exist. These are the people whose problems you are trying to solve. They are not directly connected to your organization other than through using your product or service. Internal customers, on the other hand, have a relationship with your company, either as employee or as a business partner. They support, process and deliver your product and or service to the external customer. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree with that distinction. Now, external customers have existed since people started making and selling or trading products. That's a really long time. But the idea of an internal customer is pretty new. It's, it's, it's a product of the industrial age when mass production of factories began to take the place of smaller, often home-based sole proprietorships. So suppliers, employers, lenders, and distributors all became important stakeholders in businesses. You know, the term internal customer is really new. I think it was first introduced uh, sometime in the late 1980s. And more companies began to recognize the importance of things like kind and empathetic leadership, uh, fair and equitable pay, things like comfortable working conditions, the latest technology, and so on. And the philosophy is the higher employee morale, the more likely that those employees will work with integrity, productivity. Mm, Absolutely. And along the lines of motivation, with the entrance of younger generations into the workforce, it's clear that motivation and morale, of course, can also come from the idea that they are contributing to something larger than themselves, something that makes a difference to society. That's very true. I think, you know, I think just using the term internal customers may actually have some tangible benefits. Uh, Considering team members and colleagues from other departments as internal customers can help solve organizational problems and improve interdepartmental communication. You know, treating colleagues as customers may also encourage treating team member complaints or feedback just as seriously as if it were from an external customer. Uh, But let me ask you, do you think that Uh, negative internal customer experiences affect external customers? Absolutely. And here is an example I will give you, Rick. Imagine that the payroll administrator processes the wrong data for one of your account managers. Who gets paid incorrectly as a result of it? He tries to speak with someone about the error, but he gets passed around from one person to another, and nobody really takes accountability for fixing the problem. This seems to be a recurring problem, and the account manager becomes fed up and leaves the company. A few days later, one of your best customers calls to speak to this account manager, but learns he's not there anymore, and she 
has to introduce herself to another account manager, her fifth account manager, by the way, in the past two years. She gets tired of the constant turnover and of having to reintroduce herself to someone new, spend time getting the new person up to, the sp to speed. So she leaves and goes to another provider. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but I know it does. So let's talk about the potential conflict when you treat employees and other stakeholders as customers. Which are more important, internal or external customers? How, how do you apply the customer is always right philosophy if they're both customers and their requirements are in conflict? That's a very good question. I think that's what this discussion is all about. You know, I don't think that there is one answer to every situation. Without external customers, there is no need for the business to exist, right? So to serve them has to be of the highest priority. A few moments ago was said that if the employees are not being served well, they will probably not serve the customers well either. Richard Branson famously said, if you take care of your employees, they will take care of your clients. That part is easy because there is no conflict between the two. The problem really lies in the philosophy that the customer is always right. By reinforcing that mantra, we may actually be undermining the training, commitment and expertise of your staff. In fact, I believe the customer is not always right. Some customers are just too hard to satisfy and might not really be worth the effort, the time and the money invested. So what should you do when a customer is mean-spirited, abusive or accusatory? What if a customer is not being honest? Mm. You know, that reminds me of a story I heard about uh, uh, Southwest Airlines. The customer service department kept getting letters from an upset passenger. This woman complained after every single trip. She didn't like the snacks, the seating policies, the casual nature of the staff. Finally, one of her letters was forwarded to Herb Kelliger, who was the, who was the CEO and founder of Southwest Airlines. His reply was classic and short. He wrote back, dear Mrs. Crabapple, we will miss you. Love, Herb. <laughs> now, now, in the end, the customer may not always be right, the external customer that is, but, but they are always the customers. The good thing is that you get to decide which ones you want to keep and which ones are better directed towards your competitors. <laughs> <laughs> so letting abusive customers go tells your staff that you support them, you believe in them, and you will always have their back. This allows you and your team to focus on and nurture the clients you want to keep. Absolutely. And if you want to invest in your internal customers, a great way to start looking after them is to invest in their training and development wouldn't you agree so and here is where we come in we can help you with that book a free consultation with us by emailing info at havetheedge.org thank you for watching bye-bye for now bye-bye thank you for listening to have the edge podcast please leave us a rating and a review Visit our website at www.havetheedge.org to explore our business and entrepreneurial services. If you have any queries, please email info at havetheedge.org. And to keep up to date, please follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. <laughs>